Hey guys, welcome to the high performance clip for today. In this episode, I'm chatting with Shaheen Shayan. Shaheen is actually the founder of a company called Herbal Ecstasy, which in the 90s became a billion dollar company that was earned through cash by selling supplements and caffeine pills at concerts and raves and live events all throughout the US and even in some countries abroad. The amazing part about this is Shaheen did this starting when he was 15 years old into the age of 23, amassing about a billion dollars in cash sold over that time. He then, through that process, he lost most of it and then hit rock bottom, started over as an entrepreneur again, and is now very successful. But in this clip, we talk about the power of the long-term commitment, committing to a business longer term, 10 years or more, and what happens with you and that business when you have those long-term commitments. So let's hop into it with Shaheen Shayan. You mentioned something earlier and it really stood out. You said when you, I think it was 2009, when you first started selling on Amazon, you decided pretty quickly you were going to spend the next 10 years doing it. And I wanted to ask you about that because when, when, 2020 hits, I thought to myself, I'd been an entrepreneur for uh, a little over 10 years at the time. And I thought to myself, what could I have done 10 years ago that could have made me retired by now that I missed out on? And one of the things was YouTube. I had a mentor of mine tell me, hey, Chris, you need to start a YouTube channel in 2011. And I didn't listen to him. And then I, another thing that I was doing in 2009 also, I started selling on Amazon and I sold for about six months and I was like, ah, this doesn't work. This is on to the next thing. Right. And I thought like, if I would have stuck with either of those, I would have been in a much different financial position, retired, you know, not retired, but like financially could have been retired sort of thing. And so that was when I was made the decision at that point. Also, I had, you know, a few years of podcasting under my belt and I said, well, I'm going to stick with this podcasting thing for the next decade because I think it's a really great platform and can take me where I want to go. And so what was it in 2009 and what was the mentality that you had that made you realize this is the thing and I'm going to put 10 years into it? Yeah. Yeah. If you would have stuck to Amazon, we'd probably be having this on your yacht. Right. With the, yes, the, yes, you the, and the, I. The real jacuzzi going in the background. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was just on somebody's yacht. It was crazy. When you see, and, and you know, it's funny because like the guys that actually have that kind of money don't flex. Hmm. Like the guys I know that have the yachts and the planes and all that, you know, they'll call me over, you know, we'll go on the ride. It is so low key. Their worst fear is that somebody takes a picture of them on that thing and, <laughs> yeah, and, they want to keep and Instagrams yeah. it. Yeah. They don't want anyone to know, hmm. you know, money's best made quietly is one of the things that I learned in time. I, I didn't know that when I was in my 20s. But lose, lose, lose a billion bucks and you'll see, you'll see money's best made quietly. Okay. Best kept quietly. So to answer your question, one of my superpowers, and again, it goes back to knowing yourself, the single most important thing you can do in life, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, is knowing yourself, knowing your weaknesses and knowing your strengths. And for me, I always knew that one of my strengths was, and I don't know why this is, but I'm very good at spotting trends. I just know I can, I can spot a trend a thousand miles away. Very easy for me. 
And when I saw what was happening with Amazon and I looked into Bezos a little bit more, I was like, hmm, this doesn't look to me like a wimpy, balding dude who's like just this like nerd with this like ha 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 laugh. And, you know, I looked at him a little closer and I was like, you know what? This fucking dude is going to run shit. Like this is the man. And I'm a very poor employee, so I wouldn't do well. Although I encourage people, if you are young and you are looking for a way in, go work for great people. Go find people. If you can't find Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, find somebody 10 degrees removed from them and go work for free. Eat top ramen and sleep in your parents' basement yes. or your parents' garage or whatever and go work for them and eventually work your way up. But that's, that's how I knew. And, you know, it's funny, a, a buddy of mine who's a publisher and he published self-help books was telling me there was a guy who would come in every night and, you know, his name just was Earl or something like that. And every night Earl would come in after his shift and he'd be vacuuming the floors and, you know, mopping up and cleaning the floors. And Earl wasn't really the janitor. He was, he was a guy that was responsible for putting the books back and everything back in the days where people cared about books. Mm -hmm. And one day after a year or two of being there, he asked Earl, he said, Earl, you know, you can go to your wife and family. You don't need to spend an extra hour cleaning the floors here. Why, why do you come in and clean the floors for an hour every night? And he looked at him and he goes, you know, Mr. Jones or whatever the name was. He's like, Mr. Jones, these will be my floors. This will be my company. And he said, what do you mean? And he said, one day, this will be my company. And sure enough, you know, 10 or 12 years later, the company founders were making a sale. The sale didn't go through. Earl was there. He had moved up through the ranks. Turns out he was just cleaning his own floors. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a fantastic story because... You know, that is traditionally, that's how apprentices learned a trade back in the day. If you wanted a job, you would find somebody as a young man or woman, and you would work for them, like maybe the blacksmith or the person that run, ran the local pub or whatever. And you would work for free until the point where they trusted you enough to where they could pay you if they could pay you. And then you would learn a master of trade and then you go off on your own and you do it yourself. And that's kind of lost with like traditional schooling these days because now we go to traditionally school and the idea with that was you're going to learn a trade there or be prepared to learn a trade. But now that is definitely getting to the point where it's outdated because you can streamline that much faster and learn a trade working with somebody that, that isn't paying you at a young age, figure out how to do that and run that business and then continue on yourself. And by the time you're in your 30s, like early 30s, if you do that, that model, if you if you follow that model, by the time you're in your late 20s, early 30s, you can have a substantial amount of wealth. And by the time you're in your late 30s, even 40s, even be you know financially retired. But that is not what taught and what's taught these days. There you have it, you guys. Making a long-term commitment in a business and a company, and also the old adage of being an apprentice. As we chatted about this in the podcast, being an apprentice is a lost art. I actually have one very close friend. He now runs an eight-figure company, and he builds showers and bathtubs, but he learned everything that he knows from another gentleman who was his mentor, and he worked for him for like eight, nine years. And then he started his own division of the business. He became a partner, started his own division, and is now a very, very wealthy guy. And he's not even that old. I think he's 34, 35 years old. 
So the value of being an apprentice, in many ways, if you choose the right mentor, can often outweigh any university degree that you get from any college around the world. I also like a couple of the tips that Shaheen left us with. Um, Money is best made and kept quietly. And it's very true. The more money you make, the more eyes and opinions are going to be on you. And that's not always a good thing. Some people like to live a more private life. So think about that before you make your wealth. And last but not least, the timeless quote from Socrates, know thyself. Shaheen reiterates that in this clip, the importance of knowing thyself. So I want to leave you with a couple questions, you guys. One, how well do you feel you really know yourself? And two, do you know yourself well enough that you feel like you could commit to one business or one project or one career for 10 years to really accelerate yourself as a professional? That's a good question to ask yourself. If you want to check out the full interview with Shaheen, it's episode number 558, selling $1 billion before he was 23, pre-internet, pre-Facebook, and pre-iPhone. If you like what you're hearing and you want to make sure you don't miss any of these tips, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share with your friends. See you on the next episode.